You're listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, episode 114. You're talking about putting your fuck parts in my head where my brain lives. You know, in nature, only a handful of creatures mate for life. But isn't that like cheating? We can't do this 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Why not? The safety word is banana. It is so refreshing to be with someone who likes to fuck outside the box. This is the Touch of Flavor podcast. Dating and relationship advice by kinksters for kinksters. Join us as we tackle BDSM, sex, non-monogamy, and how to build extraordinary relationships in an ordinary world. And now your hosts, Cassie and Rigel. So, it's been actually... Not very long since we recorded our last podcast episode, but there has been a lot of, maybe not change so much as resolution. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, there was some eventful-ishness and then now we're back to more norm. Yeah. So starting with, we're back in our office recording this, which thank God, it's much better than trying to record sitting at the kitchen table. Mm-hmm. And that's because... A man is out of quarantine. A man is out of quarantine. So that is super nice. Seriously, I was telling you, it makes me wonder, like, I <laughs> I told you this the other day, but I had this feeling where I was like, how do monogamous people raise a baby? <laughs> <laughs> We've got three adults and we could still use another one. Oh my um, God. We've it, got three, almost four. Yeah. Cause we, cause man cub is Pushing more of adulthood. a man, more of a man than a cub at this point. But yeah, with all that, it had been pretty challenging. We were down some rooms cause Amanda was quarantining in the office space. We were crammed in the house and on our um, office space right now is how can I explain this? It's open to the living room. Like it isn't the living room, but it's open to the living room. So that meant it was actually the office and the living room. Mm -hmm. It definitely put a damper on things. And with that, we were taking care of the little lion and we didn't have a man to swap off with. And she was teething, so man cub hasn't actually was was only able to help with her so much. Yeah, she was. He can handle her, but he can't handle her really when she's fussy. And normally she's really, really well demeanored, but we have four shiny, beautiful new teeth that <laughs> we got in the time that Amanda was quarantining. During all that, there wasn't a lot of play time or sleep time for me, for that matter. This is all to say. That Cassie was perfectly sexually satisfied. Was oh, yeah. No, no, not at all. I love my daughter very much, but it did make it very difficult to do the things that I want to do. And I have a period tracker. So, like, I track intimacy in my tracker. And it's really helpful for just, like, keeping track of those things and knowing when my period's coming But damn, if it is not like, it's almost insulting when you're not getting laid. It's like intimacy question mark, intimacy question mark. It's no asshole. I have not had any intimacy time. Stop asking me. (laughs) 
Well, and it was exasperated by the fact, right, that like the household was quarantined. So, you know, even not that we, we have really hardly anybody right now who has the capability to serve as babysitters. But like basically it's Amanda who was quarantined. It's man cub who couldn't really take care of her because of the teething. And then it's your parents are the only other people that were really not social distance with. And they couldn't come over because we were quarantined. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It was an interesting. Yeah, so we were down one of the parents. The big bro was down. The grandparents were down. So it was really left to kind of me and you to hold up the baby stuff, the house stuff, and life stuff. So. And to do that while finishing that huge project of that new training. And we talked about that the last time. But yeah. for folks who didn't hear it or need a reminder, even in the midst of all that, we put the finishing touches on an amazing new free training for all of you that cover the five foundational pillars that our clients utilize to transform their relationships, even when nothing's ever worked. And it is amazing. And you can go watch it at a touchofflavor.com forward slash pillars because new training. Now we have a shiny new link. I know it's not the same link mm-hmm. we gave last time, but they will both work. So a touchofflavor.com forward slash pillars. But anyways, so yesterday, Amanda, who I think was just waiting for our date day, was able to get unquarantined and Cassie was able to get some playtime. Yes. It was awesome. And I, rope has never been my strong suit, but I feel like I'm getting faster with my transitions. Like I feel like quarantining and like the social distancing and the stay at homing has actually made me a little faster with my roping at least. If you're going to like spend life in 2020 and and be stuck at home, work on some of your skills. And I feel like I've gotten a bit faster with my, my rope. I was telling you the other day, I think I'm going to have forgotten how to top, which is half of a joke. It's half not of a joke. I don't actually think I'm going to forget. I think I'm just going to gripe about it a lot. Yeah, as you have. <laughs> just for the last few days. A lot in the last few days. Yeah. I wonder what sparked that. I don't actually know. You have things that you get stuck on and then you just roll with them for a while. I'm sure I will. I will roll with it for a while longer again. <laughs> but I do it under protest. Yeah. Not at you, but right I can't now. help you, man. I, it's not a thing Are I do. Are you sure? I'm sure. I wouldn't want you to. Yeah, we we can do some rough sex. That's about as far as it's going to get. No. But, hey, it was a pretty good scene. I was pretty happy with it. I was very satisfied with the scene. I felt like it was a really good. (laughs) I was really great with Amanda. Amanda got unquarantined. It was basically like, okay, I'm taking the baby. (laughs) You guys just go do what you need to do. We were like, thank you. Yeah. It was very nice to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, but no, seriously, it was a really nice scene. And the thing that I enjoy about scening with you when we have the opportunity to break away from things and it's not like a rush scene and we have the time is afterwards that feeling of like, I'm really connected and things feel really good and awesome. And then it makes showing up in other areas of life so much easier. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Okay. So with that rather unprompted transition, I think we're going to go ahead and hop into today's topic, which is the power of now. We wanted to talk about today's topic, which is the power of now. And this is 
actually a principle that in that training we touch on kind of briefly, but it is so important that we wanted to go ahead and hit it some more and really dive deep because you're in this place where either you've been in a spot where you've been or felt stuck in your relationships for a long time. Maybe you've been trying a lot of things. Maybe you haven't, who knows, but you've been stuck in one place in a long time. Or a lot of people are in a place where maybe you don't necessarily feel stuck that where your relationships are at right now, they are not where you want them to be. They are not at that dream relationship. They are not thriving and connected and passionate and supportive and easy and feeding you and fulfilling you day to day. And when people get stuck or they're in that spot so often, this is the piece that they're missing. So we really wanted to distill this down and like I said, go more in depth into this one piece than we have time to on that training. And so often we talk to folks about their relationships and what's going on and where they want their relationships to go. And one of the questions that comes up is, when is the right time to focus on their relationship? When is the right time to make the relationship a priority? And this is something, the reason it comes up so often is it can be really difficult to navigate this question. Yeah. And the thing is, we we have so much in our lives that we want to accomplish and that we want to do. We might want that big promotion. We might want to further our career, or maybe we have that big trip we want to take with our family, or maybe we have that house we want to buy, or we have that place that we want to go. And we have these big things in our lives that we want to accomplish. And we also have big dreams for our relationships. Like we want to take that honeymoon. We want to make it to that, you know, decade mark or that two decade mark. I want to be able to have multiple partners. The holidays are coming around and I want to be able to have both of my partners at the holiday table. I was talking to somebody the other day whose dream is to sail the Atlantic on a sailboat with his partner, which I thought was an amazing dream. A lot of people, it's that dream is to get, I've talked to a lot of people who wanna get a little homestead. And, or even if it's just something as simple as being able to sit there and be having a cookout and looking around you and having your partners and the people you love there and having things be calm and easy and fulfilling. We all have dreams and things that we want for our relationships, but So often, this is what we do, and this gets back to that, what's the right time? We go, I want that. That's really important to me, getting that relationship. I want is really important. Getting back that passion and that connection that we used to have is really important to me. But I'm going to do it. That's something I'm going to do. I'm going to do it someday. I'm definitely going to do that someday. I'm going to fix the relationship. I'm going to get back to where we were. We're going to become that power couple someday. But now isn't a good time. 
Yeah. And we put all kinds of things first. We put our careers first or we put our kids first. We, we say, oh, you got to put little Susie through college and I've got to work extra overtime to do. And we put so many things before that. Or I'm just, I'm just, as soon as I get this promotion at work, then I'll build that relationship of my dreams. As soon as I graduate college and I finish up these courses, then I'll build that relationship of my dreams. What's another one I hear a lot? As soon as I find a job again, a lot of people right now with COVID. I was going to say, as soon as COVID's done. Right. I've heard that one. Yeah. I've heard that one over and over again. COVID's over. Or even random shit sometimes. Sometimes like not even big stuff. Like even once I, I, I get my driver's license back. And this is what we do. And, and we have all these things. And we say once we do those things, once I have that, then I'm going to build my dream relationship. Then I'm going to stop the arguing. Then I'm going to get the passion and connection back. Right. Then we're going to start spending time together. Then we're going to start making memories. And the problem is, and this is, the, the problem with this is, part of this comes from this feeling that we take our relationships for granted. They're here. It's We have that thing. We have that relationship. We have that person. Here's this other thing we don't have yet. And that's part of why that comes around. But when we do this, this is what happens. First off, the problems in our relationships, they don't improve. Whatever, let's say we have problems in our relationships that are going on. They don't improve. And we wind up staying stuck and staying in this place where maybe we're arguing, maybe we're just existing together and sharing the same house and not really feeling like we're partners. Maybe we're in this place of worrying that we're going to break up, whatever, but we wind up staying stuck because we have other things that we're focused on and the relationships don't improve and we settle for wherever we're at, even if that's a fraction of what our relationship could be, maybe a fraction of what it has been, and definitely a fraction of what we want it to be when we look at having an amazing life. And we settle. And sometimes we settle for so long that our relationships actually end while we're settling for them. Like we know we're not in a great place and we just sit there and sit there until something explodes. And the thing is, and of course that happens when we're focusing on these other goals first, because fixing problems in a relationship, and especially when we maybe have years or a lifetime of habits or cycles of approaching relationships a certain way, that requires a lot of work. We miss opportunities. Yeah. We get into these situations where we're not fixing the problems between us. So then we're not enjoying the time that we have together. So then maybe we don't spend more time together or the time that we do has stinks and we end up having things that we look back on that we missed out on, whether that is enjoying a weekend or a date night or a holiday, or I'm talking about the big things like holidays or special things, but it's all the little things that we end up missing out on. And that missed opportunity ends up building up resentment between us and makes us more hurt and more angry and drives us further and further apart. Yeah, I want you to think about this. When you're looking back on your relationships, I want you to think about what are the opportunities that you had for things to be amazing, right? Whether, like I said, that is a vacation that could have been amazing or an anniversary or a holiday or 
You had the opportunity to spend like a long afternoon together. You had the opportunity to have some amazing play and sex. What are some of those opportunities that you haven't taken advantage of because your relationship has not been as awesome as it could be? What are some other opportunities that you would have made or taken advantage of if your relationship was fantastic? And sometimes when we're not monogamous, these opportunities, they also look like missed connections with other people. You know, if we're in a spot where we're not getting along and so I'm avoiding other relationships, maybe that missed opportunity is this amazing connection with this other person that I ran into. I don't know people say at the coffee shop, but I'm like, at a scene party. That would, that would be more <laughs> likely where I would meet somebody or a munch. And Katz said, these opportunities, when we miss them, we all know when we have things that we know could have been amazing and we feel like we just didn't grab that or we feel like a lot of times it's we just didn't grab that because of our partner because they did X, Y, and Z. But really, it's because our relationship wasn't where we wanted. It does build resentment. And we do wind up drifting further apart. You know, every time that we have a fucked up holiday or a ruined anniversary or a ruined birthday or we have that time where we finally had a weekend together that we could have connected, but we were irritated at each other, so we spent it in separate rooms. We, we know we're missing those opportunities, and that does push us further apart. And the connection phase, because that's what happens, either if there's problems in a relationship, or if we're missing opportunities, or if we're just not giving the relationship enough time because we're focused on these other goals. And we're looking and working on improving our relationships later, or we're telling ourselves, that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And when we're focused elsewhere, the, the thing is, it, it makes us not be able to really get what we want in our relationships. The kicker is it makes it harder for us to actually, and the funny thing is, it seems counterintuitive, but when we're focusing on these exterior things, the promotion, the getting through the classes in college, and our relationship starts to suck, those goals end up slipping anyway. I often tell the story, you know, it's a true story. Back when we first started Touch of Flavor, we were running events and I'm not even gonna go through that whole story, but when you're talking about running events, it's, it's not a- Big it's events, not a, conferences. Yeah, big events, conferences with so many moving parts and so many people, you're looking at working every day, like from sunup to sundown, promotion and all of that. And at the time I was actually like our PR person and we were running kink events. So you can just imagine just a lot of time and energy. And this was a position I found myself in with being like, as soon as the event was over, which by the way, there was always a new event because that's what we were doing. But as soon as the event's over and things calm down, things are going to get better. I'll be able to focus on us. And I put so much time and energy and focus there that we actually ended up hitting some really big hits in our relationship to the point where I was feeling alone and, and sad and we started arguing about little things. And at first it was like over the event stuff and life stuff, but then it just wandered into everything. And it got to the point where our relationship was not the relationship that we signed up for. We were dealing with each other <laughs> versus loving each other. 
And really the end result of that, and this is where I, I want you to really start paying attention to this because this is going to start tying in as we go forward, is that... <laughs> I was getting there. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. So with all that, I was like, I'm going to get there, which is we got to that place. And the funny thing is that like the business stuff ended up doing horrible because I was stressed out. <laughs> we were arguing and things weren't going well. So it went, it didn't end up, I didn't end up achieving those goals anyway. And this is the, this is something that I really want you to internalize and understand here because this is a place and this is maybe the place that people really fail to understand this and really fail to tie this all in and they wind up shooting themselves in the foot and sabotaging their own reach towards those goals which like cassie was just saying like i was saying when our relationships aren't where we want them to be it makes it harder to reach those goals i want you to think for a minute about a couple points in your life where your relationships have been struggling and i want you to think about how well the other goals in your life were going over that period of time let's say that your goal was to get that promotion at work when you're in that spot where you were arguing every day with your partner and you're at work and you're getting a hundred angry text messages how how easy is it to hit that promotion when you have health goals for yourself that you're trying to reach, but you can't sleep, right? Because of what's going on at home, how hard is it to hit those goals? And I, I'm just asking you to think back because we all have these times in our life where this is the case. And there's a couple things wrapped in here, a couple myths, a couple false beliefs that people have that take them to this place where they're ignoring the power of now, and where they're making the decision that they will get to their relationships eventually. And the biggest one here, I don't want to say the biggest one, but one of the big ones, is the belief that there is a good time to fix your relationships. I'm going to tell you a personal story, and this actually is not a story that I think we've told in a public venue before, not for any reason, but just out of relevance. Years ago... I was in a job where you really spent more time at work than at home and the people that you worked with really became like second family. And I had a partner there I'd been working with for a couple of years and he was one of these people just like huge, really soft-spoken, one of those people who when he did talk, everybody listened because it was always something super insightful. Very profound. Very profound that came out of his mouth. And I was riding in the car with him one day. And at the time, we had been talking about having a baby. And it was a conversation he knew had been going back and forth for quite a while at this point. Because him and I had been working together for like two years. And we were driving in the car and we were talking. And uh, he was asking me, hey, you know what? I know you, I know you and Cassie have been talking about this for a long time. You know, you keep oh, thinking about it and then not. And thinking about it and not. And you're here like two years later. And stuff's still in the same place. And with that what's going on, man? Like, why haven't you done this yet? And I said, it just hasn't been the right time. And he bursts out laughing. He says, Josh, I got to tell you something. I've got three kids. I got to tell you, there is never a good time to have a kid. There's never a good time. It's like, if you wait for a good time to have a kid, you're going to be waiting forever. There is never a time that is convenient to have a kid. Either you do it or you don't. 
but there's never a good time. And if you wait for a good time, it's never going to happen. And that really is what takes us kind of to this concept of the power of now, because this is the same way that relationships are. There is never a good and convenient time to focus on our relationships, but there is now. And when we recognize that, and we recognize the power that comes from choosing to focus on our relationships now, instead of waiting for a time that it's convenient, which remember, will never come by the way, we have the power to transform not just our relationships and what that looks like, but actually our lives and even our goals. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. But I knew you had something you wanted to touch yeah, on here. Yeah. And so I talk to folks and I bump into folks who say, but wait, it's not even just about, it's not a good time. Like this is the worst time. This is the worst possible time for me to set aside time to work on my relationship because of X, Y, and Z. And what this looks like, and I'll use COVID as an example, because that's one I hear quite often right now is the kids are at home. We're stuck at home. I lost my job. I'm looking for a job. I'm dealing with the kids. There's all this stuff going on. And this is the worst time. And what I want to say is this. Usually when you're sitting there and going, it is the worst time for me to take the time to work on my relationship. It is exactly why you need to. So taking the COVID example, you're sitting at home, you have your kids, you're stuck with your partners at stay at home orders. That is exactly when you need to work on your relationship. Not when everybody's out of the house and everybody's had a break and everybody's been able to go out and have dinner. It's when you're cramped together and you're getting on each other's nerves. And I could go on and on with different examples, but it's typically when you're sitting there and saying, this is absolutely the worst time for me to be working on my relationship. It is probably exactly when you need to. So that belief that there is a good time in the first place to make our relationships the focus. That's one of the beliefs here that's just completely wrong. And it's one of those things that we, we think, but it's not true. The other one though, and this is really counterintuitive, is we have this belief that we have to put our goals above our relationships in order to get them, right? So we want that promotion, we want that house, we want that car, we want, uh, we want to move to wherever, we want to whatever. That the only way we're going to get those things is if we make those the focus and those the priority instead of the relationship. But as we already talked about, that's one of those things that, it's one of those things that sounds sensible at first blush until you really think about how hard it is to accomplish anything in your life where your relationships aren't where they want them to be. And not just how hard it is to accomplish anything, because it's easy to make this about bad relationships, but also just flipping this around, how much easier it is to accomplish the things that we want in life when our relationships are amazing, when things are easy, when we're being supportive, right? When we're at our best. And I want you to understand. So let's talk about what the truth is here with this. There's a couple of things here. First off, I want to set that goals thing aside for just a second because I have something else I want to touch on. And it's one of these very true but a little downing things. And I actually want to get that out of the way so that we can move from there into the goals and get back on a good feeling vibe with this. First off, I want you to understand something here that I think is really important that I think so many of us 
miss. When we're talking about, we're going to ignore the power of now and we're going to work on our relationships tomorrow, which what do we all know about tomorrow? Tomorrow never comes, right? We're going to get there eventually. I talked earlier about missing opportunities and I think that sometimes opportunities are things that we let go without much thought or consideration. But the truth is we only have a limited amount of time with the people that we love and the people that we care about. And we only have so many of those opportunities. And the real kicker is we we never know how many of those and how long we actually have. This is one reason, one thing that you'll see quite often with people who make that shift to making their relationships a priority, and definitely not everybody, but definitely an above average number, is people who have had some kind of realization of their own morality or of their partner's morality. You know, a couple, one, one of our clients here who graduated not too long ago, who was just, just super motivated, did a super amazing job, was somebody who had lost a couple of previous partners. For us, one of the big tipping points, besides a lot of you have heard the story about events and us realizing, like I was saying earlier, that we needed to make our relationships a priority. And that all happened and that was all a big mover. But the other big mover that we don't talk about as much. Because I end up crying. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons. Anyway. Is that we've had a couple of those really serious brushes ourselves. Like Cassie had a really, really serious accident years ago. And when I say serious, they called me at work. OnStar called me at work while they were trying to cut her out of the car. And we only have a limited amount of time with the people that we love and we care about. And we only have so many of those opportunities. So those opportunities are not something to be given up lightly, right? And this may sound a little morbid, but for me, when I get in a spot that, I don't think I've ever talked about this publicly before. <laughs> when I get in a spot that I'm, I find myself getting distracted and putting focus on things that aren't as important in my life. I have a practice that I do, which is I go to a graveyard and I start walking around and I look at the headstones and I look at the ones with couples and look at the differences in dates between when people passes away. And let me tell you, there is nothing else I do in my entire life. And this is a person who does relationships for a living that gives me such immediate perspective and clarity on the things that are really important to me. And I say that just because, like I said, I think this is something that if you haven't been through some of these brushes that a lot of people discount, but these opportunities that we give away to have loving, connected moments, to have amazing sex, to have a fantastic anniversary, to have an amazing vacation, to create memories together. These are things that we should not give away as lightly as we do by putting other things first. This is one reason it is so important to make use of the power of now. And listen, I know that was a little heavy, but it's one of those things that we all like to ignore and it needs to be said. But with that, I want to move back to some more lighthearted, but still important stuff, which is the real truth here beyond just that 
is when you're looking at goals, having great relationships helps you reach your goals. Like I said, there are a few levers that are as big in our life to help us accomplish anything that we want as having our house in order and having our relationships be amazing and having that support and that love. I want you, so I'm going to ask you to do a little visualization here with me real quick and just do a little exercise with me here. It'll be really helpful for you. I want you to imagine a time when your relationship was the best that it's ever been. And I want you to think of a really specific event because this kind of thing, our brains do better at this when we actually have an event in mind. So maybe this is an anniversary, a vacation, a wedding, something involving your kids, but some specific event in your life. I'm gonna give you a second. I want you to find that, what that event was for you, just to anchor it for yourself, okay? And then I want you to look back on the time, I want you to remember how you were together. I want you to remember how you talked with each other. I want you to remember how you touched. I want you to remember the ease and the safety. Like, how did you, how do you interact? Do you hold hands? Like, did you laugh together? Like, do you, do you make little jokes a lot? Do you have deep conversations about the world and the universe? Do you have, do you have like crazy Discovery Channel sex? What do you do? Like, how do you interact? And then I also want you to think when you're in that spot, how do you feel? How do you feel emotionally when your relationships are in that amazing spot? And now I want you to take that, that feeling, that remembering of what your relationship is like when it's at its best, when you have that connection, when you're really focused on your relationships and that's all in order. And I want you to think that about six months from now, having that again, but even better. So it really is your dream relationship. Like you're secure. You're through whatever rain cloud is hanging over your head right now. You're feeling like that power couple or what is it, Cassie? Triumphant triad or power polycule. Victorious right? V. Victorious V. Like <laughs> you're, it's, it's, you know, you have, have basically, you know, that, that amazing connection and support and ease that you had before, but even stronger, even more connected, even better. And you have the support of your partner or your partners behind you. You have them supporting, you have them cheering you on. Let me ask you a question. How much better does it feel when you get there? And how much easier does that make hitting your goals? How much easier is it to show up at work when you're not carrying that stress from home? How much are you able to show up for your kids when you don't have those things that you're dealing with on a regular basis? And when you graduate from school or you get that promotion, how does it feel to have your partner or your partners there cheering you on. And when you buy that house, right? If buying the house is the goal, how great is it when you can have a cookout in the backyard with your loved ones and your chosen family and it's easy and it's joyful and it's fun. Our relationships being on point and focusing on our relationships to make sure that they are amazing, not only does it make hitting our goals easier when we're at peace, when we have that support in our lives, but it also makes hitting our goals so much more fucking fun. 
Because like I said, I don't know about you, but like if my goal is to buy a house, when I buy a house, I want, A, not this house, but I want a house, like I want that house full of love and joy. I want to have that cookout in the backyard with my partners. I really want to have a dungeon space where I can bring the people in my life into it. That is way more fun than just having a house. Here's the thing, and I just hitting on this again. This is where we get mixed up. This is where we get turned around. We think we tell ourselves we believe that in order to have these other things that we want in our lives, the way that we're going to accomplish that is by focusing on those things and putting our relationships second. But the truth is when we do that, not only do we tank our relationships, we take the most important things in our lives, we wipe out those opportunities, we get stuck, but we make hitting our goals more difficult. And even if we do manage to hit them, they're not nearly as enjoyable or nearly as much fun or nearly as fulfilling when we do get there. And this is why it's so important to utilize the power of now, to realize that now is really the only time that matters. And I know everybody's heard that platitude of what is it, yesterday's memory, tomorrow is a dream kind of a thing. <laughs> but when it comes to our relationships, the truth is, not only is now the only time that's guaranteed to us, but more importantly, when we focus on our relationships now, we leverage that power of what good relationships do to the rest of our lives so that not only are we creating memories, not only are we enjoying ourselves, not only are we feeling connected and loved, but we're making hitting all those other goals in our life easier as well. Yeah, so there is never a good time, is what we're telling you, right? There is there is never that good, ideal, perfect, easy time to make your relationship a priority. But right now, this moment is the best time that you can work on it. Always. <laughs> and here's the thing. When you make that shift to understanding that this isn't about I can't have great relationships. I've got to do other things and put my relationship second. But you make the shift understanding that having great relationships is a huge lever towards reaching those other goals. What's so amazing about this is it doesn't become you only get to have one or the other. This doesn't get to become you can only have that promotion or have a passionate sex life with your partner. This doesn't become you only get to buy the house or you get to have a loving and stable household. You really can have your cake and eat it too here because you get to have both. And the truth of the matter is this is what we all really want anyways. None of us wanna be looking back on our lives and going, yeah, man, I totally got that promotion but my partner hated me for five years. We only had sex once every six months for, months for five years. We were arguing all the time. It was hard to sleep at night. And also we had all these amazing things we could have done together and, and it was a wasted five years. None of us want that. And also none of us want just the relationships. Although I think that a lot of us, if it really came down to a conscious choice, we would rather have the people we love than have the things. But you get to have both. And not only is this what we all really want, but here's the other thing about this that's so important when we're talking about the power of now, because this isn't just about 
Well, if our relationships are good, it's easier to hit our goals. And if our relationships are bad, it's harder to hit our goals because it isn't like there's just bad relationships and there's good relationships and these are the only two levels here. Even if your relationships are already pretty decent, pretty good, there's always another level. There's always more loving. There's always more passionate. There's always more secure. There's always more connected. There's always making more amazing memories. There's always moving forward into an even more amazing future together. And as you go up that scale, hitting those other goals in your life keeps getting easier and easier and easier. And look, I'm not here to tell you that having great relationships magically makes you hit your goals. That, that's not it at all. Obviously, you got to work on those things too. <laughs> this isn't like some manifesting stuff we're talking about here. But I'm saying that the better your relationships are, the more at peace you are, the more supported you are, the more loved you are, the more you are enjoying your relationships and your life and being yourself and being great with how you are as a person and how you show up to your relationships and you show up for the people in your life, the easier it gets to hit those goals. What else? I was just going to say our inner strength, our power, who we are as people and are able to move others and succeed and do amazing things directly is impacted by the relationships that we have with others. When we are happy and we are satisfied and we are joyful at home, and I'm using that home term not necessarily because some of us don't live with our partners, but when our house is in order, we show up so differently in the rest of the world. And as Josh said, it's not some magical thing. It's not, oh, we're manifesting this. But just the way we show up when we're strong because we feel stable here, we are able to show up with more confidence. We are able to be braver. We're able to take a little bit more risk in the rest of our lives because we know we have that support and love back home. And I'm just going to leave you with this, folks. I really want you to connect to this because this is something that's so often, and I'm just, I'm going to just even phrase this again a, a slightly differently here, but this is a conversation I have with so many people. And I want to drive this home for you again. Just remember that thing I said earlier about looking back at that point in your life where your relationship was on point, where you were at a 10 out of 10, where you had that passion, that love, that connection, you were best friends. One question that I ask people all the time when I'm talking to them about their lives and their relationships and where they wanna go, is when you're in that place, what's possible for you? And one of the things I hear so, so often is everything's possible, everything's easier. Work's easier, the kids are easier, school's easier. We can take on the world together when we're there. And I really just want you to ask yourself that question and take that away from this. Because I can sit here and tell you all day that having great relationships makes hitting your other goals more achievable. That no matter how counterintuitive it is, using the power of now, focusing on your relationships now will help you get to your goals faster than just focusing on your goals and letting your relationship slide. And I can tell you that all day, but this is something that all of you know for yourselves. I just want you to ask yourself that again. When you look back at that vacation or that anniversary or whenever that time was for you, that your relationship was the best it's ever been, 
if you it's 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 a month from now, it's two months from now, and you have that back again, what is possible for you in your life? And I think when you look at that, it's not something that you'll just have to take my word for. It'll be pretty obvious to you how big an impact having those thriving relationships is on you achieving all those other things that you want to achieve in life. Okay, where do you go from here? Couple of things. Number one, like I said, just to remind you, we put together a new training. It's amazing. This principle we talked about is just one small piece of it. Okay, free training covers this and some of the other most important principles that we see people use to transform their relationships at touchofflavor.com forward slash pillars. You haven't watched that already. It's free. What are you doing with your life? Like you're (laughs) seriously, there is zero reason (laughs) for you not to watch it. It will transform your relationships. A touch of flavor.com forward slash pillars. But with that being said, if you've watched that already, even if you haven't watched it already, but you know, just listening to this, that you're ready to make your relationships priority. Now you're ready to use that power of now and you want to make some changes and maybe you feel like you need some help doing that. Go ahead. You can go to a touchofflayer.com forward slash call. Hop on a phone with us, chat. That call's free as well. And we'll really dive into if you're making the relationships the priority now, if you're putting the focus on them now, how is it you can do that? And how is it you can go about really putting that focus and making those changes that you need to get those relationships to that place of thriving and being passionate and being connected and being loving and being best friends again and being back on the same team. So not only can you take advantage of all those opportunities, which again are so important, but you can get to the rest of your goals faster as well. And you can do that at touchofflavor.com forward slash talk. You're going to hop on with either Cassie or I. It will be the best hour that you've ever spent on your relationships. Yeah. And even if you watch the training, it'll be the second best hour and the call will be the first best Mm -hmm. hour. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Remember, now is what we've got when it comes to our relationships. Now is the time that we can actually take the action to make tomorrow different and go forward and get back to that place we want our relationships to be. And when we do, it makes everything else easier. All right. Everybody have a fantastic night now. (laughs) And we will talk to you again soon. Yeah, just make sure that you're paying attention and using that power of now. All right, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Touch of Flavor podcast, where we're building relationships outside of the box. Got a question about kink, power exchange, or open relationships that you've been holding on to for years? This is the place to ask it. Submit your question at atouchofflavor.com slash ask or leave us a voicemail at 833-ASK-TOF1.